Well, gang, I am super excited about what we get to do this morning because, uh, as you've already heard, we are celebrating what God is up to across our church community globally. And over the last number of years, you know, we've really been trying to have a, a global impact uh, through our church community. And the way that we've done that in the last number of years involves two aspects. So there's actually going to be kind of two different parts to this uh, conversation this morning because the way that we viewed our global impact is to have the greatest impact we not only want to make the greatest difference together with the resources that God's given us, but we also want to live like missionaries for as many of us as possible. And so making the greatest difference and making the most missionaries among us as possible are kind of two different parts of the global impact that we believe God wants us to have. And so we're going to start with this first half and focus on how it is that we see ourselves being able to make the greatest difference possible through the video that you just saw on what we call a child survival program. And so rather than talk about it today, I brought some uh, experts and some friends from our community uh, who are familiar with this, probably more familiar than I am. So uh, welcome Joel and Rachel Krause. Thanks for uh, being here to, to share with us. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Joel, and just ask, uh, what was your understanding when you first heard of Child Survival Program or what we kind of in the loop call CSP? Yeah, we, uh, we heard about it about three years ago. Um, and uh, we understood it to be a program that basically helps moms and babies in the uh, really vulnerable stages of prenatal, postnatal, and, uh, and the first year of life. And, uh, and it was just a program to help them just try to navigate that. Um, and when we think about it, you know, of all the risks or complications that can happen in those times here in Canada, which in what I think is a pretty good healthcare system. Um, like, how much greater are the risks in rural Uganda or Rwanda or Indonesia? So. Um, now, just so everyone uh, understands, as a church, we're supporting now eight of these CSPs. Uh, four of them we support uh, through uh, part of our operating budget, through the collections that we contribute to every week. And then the other four are actually supported over and above that by some different groups. And you guys have got involved in this over the last number of years. And so I'm wondering, what, what would have motivated you guys to start getting involved in supporting one of these CSPs? Yeah, again, you know, about three years ago, um, as a household, we had a bit of a, bit of a raise and uh, we just wanted to be real intentional that our standard of living didn't increase at the same sort of uh, way that our income was increasing. And we wanted to be just intentional with, uh, with some of that money. Um, and, you know, we wanted to do a couple things. We wanted to do something with a bit of a global outreach. Um, we wanted to do something that we thought had a good a return on investment so that the money spent was going to be used uh, in a good way, an effective way. And thirdly, we thought we wanted to do something where we could involve our kids, something where um, they could see that uh, not everyone grows up with the privilege or, or the things that they have here. And it could be something they could be involved in and uh, can know what's going on. And also just something where hopefully we could teach our kids that... Uh, you know, with the great blessings that we have here, that uh, it's a responsibility with that, and uh, just to be good stewards. Mm, that's fantastic. So, you know, not only did you want to make a greater investment with the resources that God was entrusting 
to you. You believed that investing specifically in a CSP was a good investment. So I'm going to ask you, Rachel, uh, just over the last number of years, how has your understanding of a CSP kind of changed or grown? What have you, what have you learned about, about how this works? So I think there's, there's probably two main things that, that we've learned over the last few, few years. Um, the first one is the idea of locals helping locals. Um, every single CSP is run through a local church. And so that model is really sustainable, and it just needs some resourcing. And in the case of our CSP, um, the director of the CSP is actually a previously sponsored child from that community. So he lives in that community. He and his family now live there. Um, and it's really neat to see kind of toddlers and little kids running up to him to play and laugh and joke with him. I mean, you can't fake that with a little kid. You know that he has invested in their lives and he loves these kids. Yeah, he cares and he's not going Absolutely. anywhere. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think the second thing that we really learned is um, everyone talks about the holistic approach of a CSP. I kind of always just attributed that to kind of going to your doctor's office when you're having a baby to get your your care and make sure that you have a, a healthy baby and a healthy mom. And it's so much more than that. Um, they do training on learning how to read. They do um, training on vaccinations and why they're important to kind of get over some of the, the ideas that, that people have in different countries. Um, agricultural training so that maybe parents can learn um, to plant crops and sell them as, as income for the family. It's just so much more than just simply healthcare. Um, and it really changes the whole family. It's yeah, not the, just the for definition the moms of the child survival is more than just medical treatment from birth to you know age three. There's there's Absolutely. so much more to it. Uh, you know, what have you understood CSPs can do for moms and and in that sense for families and communities as a as a result? Yeah, CSPs are so important because they actually save lives. Um, and I have two um, little stories that, that I can tell you. The first one is actually one of our sponsor girls. Her name is Olivia, and she wouldn't be alive today without a CSP. Um, basically, she was a twin. She is a twin. And her and her sister, Robina, were born um, at six months gestation. The, the church and the pastor didn't even know that they were born um, for two reasons. One, their grandmother was a witch doctor, and so there was no affiliation with the church even allowed. And then secondly, um, the, the two babies were kept inside the house for two months because they were just presumed that they were not going to make it, so they didn't let them out of the house. So a local church member um, kind of convinced mom to go to the church for help because her babies were so sick. Oh, at two months and old. At two months old. And so... Um, the pastor and the CSP director went and were able to help them with nutrition and health care and provide clothing and bedding. And, I mean, these girls today are thriving, happy, healthy six-year-olds, and they wouldn't be here without the intervention of, of the CSP. Um, and the other th cool thing about that story is that grandma, um, through seeing everything that that the church and that the CSP director has done has kind of left her her life of witchcraft and allows um, church wow. members in the home and it, just a really cool story. And then the other one is as we were earlier this year looking through um, our CSP annual report that we get, we noticed um, just a story that, that kind of hit us about a little girl named Grace. And so as a baby, um, they found Grace in her home, just severely malnourished, um, neglected by her alcoholic parents. And so, again, they provided the medical treatment. They provided some nutritional supplements that she needed. Um, they even provided counseling for the parents who have now kind of given up on their alcoholic ways. And her home life has completely changed. And the really neat thing about this story is that just last week, when I was looking at the compassion table out, out in the atrium, um, 
we saw Grace. Wow. And so this is actually Grace, and she's now three years old and looks like a healthy, happy, thriving girl who is available for sponsorship. Yeah, amazing. And so none of these three girls would be alive today without the intervention of, of the CSP and, and the members. And so I, it kind of gets me because when I think about that, one of these girls could change the world. Yeah. And so now they have a chance and they have hope. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, taking it away from just the, the, the personal stories of, of the graces, and it's just incredible. What is it about all of that that makes you so confident in the stewardship or the investment that you guys are making with the resources that God's entrusted to you? Why, why a CSP over something else? Yeah, we, we obviously want to be smart with our money, like everyone else does. And the thing about CSPs that has really hit us, um, when I went there to, to visit, they yeah, kept... Rachel, so you've actually visited I, I your visited CSP, I visited our right? CSP, yeah. And so when I went there to visit, they kept bringing binders to me and accounting pages, and they wanted to show me um, how responsible they had been with every single cent that they had been entrusted with. And, I mean, just seeing that alone gives you confidence in your investment. Um, but the second thing is... Compassion requires quarterly um, reviews based on some metrics that they have determined to, to see the health of each CSP. Um, and I actually got to see, when I was in Uganda, I got to see the opposite end of the spectrum, and there was a CSP that we visited that was under suspension. They hadn't been adhering to all of the guidelines and requirements that Compassion had. And just to watch how Compassion staff were navigating kind of the trickier situations. Yeah, the just accountability side. Absolutely. Yeah. Made our confidence in them and their ability to, to be responsible just even that much more. So that's, we that's absolutely cool. trust what Compassion is doing. Yeah, the model that we've talked about is, you know, locals taking care of locals through the holistic ministry of the local church, supported through some expertise, which we get to, yeah. to resource in partnering with Compassion. The yeah. one thing that I love is, you know, Compassion's posture. They say, we don't want to be the hero. Right. We want the local church to be the hero. And uh, in a life like Grace, you know, certainly the local church and ultimately the Jesus that they represent yeah. gets to be the hero, which is, which is certainly pretty cool. I've seen one as well. Becky and I went to Nicaragua and got to see the CSP that we support there, and it was, it was fantastic. So, Joel, uh, I'm just going to ask you, you know, across all of our locations, there are people here that can, you know, be part of pooling together resources as a community. Maybe not all of us can... Uh, support one of these ourselves, but I just wonder what, what you would want to say to everyone across our, our locations when it comes to being part of this global anchor cause of child survival. Yeah, so I mean, when we were discussing this lot, um, uh, just kind of preparing for this, we, we were talking about it, and you know, a couple things came out. One, you know, even when Rach came back from Uganda, it was just such this affirmation that there's a part of it that it gives a sense that um, this is part of why, you know, we think that God put me in the career path that I'm in, just to be able to be a part of this, um, just by, just to support the work that they're doing. That would be the one thing. The other thing is, and it happened in the kitchen when we're talking about this a couple of days ago, and, and, you know, every time I hear those stories of Grace or Solivia, Rubina, sorry, <laughs> um, like we sponsor Slavia, and we we pray for her every day. Yeah. And then you hear these stories, and you know, for us, it was just so clear that this is the best money that we spend. Period. Um, and yeah, and it's yeah, just that's a massive statement. <laughs> yeah. You know, you look across our whole budget, and and I said it then, I say it now. Like it's that 
I don't see our money doing anything better than what it's doing here. Yeah, yeah, and and gang, you got to know, um, you know, we take the spending of our, our church's money seriously and believe that you know every dollar that we're spending that we've pooled together, we're spending to change lives. These are some of the most compelling ways that we get to change lives with the dollars that God's entrusted to us. So I, I want to encourage us as an action step today, you know, not just to understand that, you know, at least for now, four of these eight CSPs, we kind of pay for together uh, through the weekly collections of our, of our offering that all of us could contribute to. But over and above that, um, we're going to be taking, uh, which we do in our Hope Live series every year, a special offering towards our CSPs. And in the past, what we've done is we've collected this special offering to kind of launch new CSPs, to kind of provide some seed money. But uh, we're going to do some special things with the eight CSPs that God's entrusted to us uh, at this point, and through compassion, kind of determining some special needs that each of these eight CSPs have, we're going to get to contribute to meeting uh, some needs there in a, a little bit of a deeper way. So as we wrap this up, I want to say thanks to you, Joel and Rach, and just throw to this video to show you what we get to invest in in this year's Hope Lives special offering. Check this out. All right, so now we're on the second lap around the track, and uh, you remember that as a church, what we're celebrating today is what God's doing through us globally, celebrating our global impact and the two aspects of it. First one we've already talked about, trying to make the greatest difference that we can through our child survival programs that we partner with uh, through Compassion. The other aspect, though, isn't just to steward money so that stuff happens out there, but actually to see all of us across our locations living our way of life differently. We call that making the most missionaries that we can as possible. And the way that we do that, the way that we maximize the number of us that are living like missionaries, even when we live uh, here at home in Niagara, is through a different program, also facilitated through Compassion, called Child Sponsorship. And so again, I brought some uh, kind of experts of this experience along with us, Jim and Liz Dornboss. Thanks so much for, for being here today. I uh, want you guys to talk a little bit about uh, sponsorship. And, and just to, to start off by explaining how long you've been sponsoring uh, kids through Compassion. We've been sponsoring uh, Kids Through Compassion for the last three years. And at first, like, what motivated you to, to do that? Was it through the church, or had you read it in a magazine? Or? It was um, through the Hope Live series that we had um, experienced three years ago uh, when we had first picked up our, our sponsored kids. Uh, we were really encouraged and really... Um, felt a, a deep desire to want to be a part of something bigger, um, part of something that would um, impact um, another person's life and uh, something that would go beyond our lives and what we're doing in our lives. We wanted to, um, yeah, just put our hand in the huddle and make a difference somewhere else. So the church is encouraging people to sponsor. You guys jump on board. We're going to sponsor. We want to, you know, do something with their lives in that sense. When you first started, what did you understand that sponsorship was? What did you think it involved? Um, well, when we first started, we just thought it was the monthly payment and writing letters. Um, and we didn't really think much beyond that until we started receiving letters back. And then we started realizing how important those letters were. Yeah, now... Over these years, you guys have learned a few things about what 
at least from Compassion's perspective, what they intend sponsorship to really be about, starting with letter writing. So talk, first of all, just about the letter writing. Because uh, I don't think a lot of us who even sponsor kids really understand what's behind that. So the letter writing is um, a great way to build your relationship with your sponsored child. Um, it doesn't take long to just sit down and write a letter and tell them what's uh, going on in your life and share your experiences and, and ask them questions about what's going on in their life. Um, we've had the opportunity to... Um, uh, visit and I've uh, been to Ecuador twice and um, this past time um, our sponsored daughter's mother had told us that often she will s go in and see her daughter sitting in her room with all the letters that we've written spread out around her and she just reads them and reads them and reads them. Yeah and and, and so you get the sense you know first of all from Compassion's perspective like they're encouraging the letter writing because what they care about isn't so much the financial contribution. What they care about is the relationship mm -hmm. that the letter writing starts to starts to spark. And through that relationship, as you're, as you're saying, like that starts to make a difference in, in someone. I know we talked a few days ago about people that you've heard about who have grown up in the program and been sponsored but never got letters. Mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so when we were in Ecuador, um, our sponsored son had an older sister whom our daughter connected with uh, just like that. They were like instant friends. And she was telling us that she didn't have a sponsor. So we had talked about it and we had said, okay, we have to check into this um, because if she's not sponsored, we're going to take her on. Yeah. So we went to the program the next day. And we had asked the uh, program director if she was sponsored. And they looked it up and they said, yeah, she's sponsored. And we had said, well, she doesn't think she's sponsored. So then we went um, to their house later that day. And the tutor had said to her, hey, you are sponsored. And she had said, well, I didn't know that because I've never received a letter. Yeah, you just, you just had no sense of relationship, even though she probably would have been experiencing the benefits yes. in the student center or whatever about the, you know, from the financial support. We've experienced that in, in the family that we sponsored. We sponsored a, a, a boy, and then his younger sister became eligible. And for her just to learn that she was able to be sponsored by us, I mean, we'd been relating to her for years, but it, it just was so special as a source of kind of identity and support that, that they were loved. Mm -hmm. Like it means more than just the dollars. It's that, you know, that they're loved and, and, uh, and begins to allow that relationship to flow. So um, describe then, uh, guys, for us over the last number of years now, how your experience and even your understanding of child sponsorship through compassion has changed. Um, well, it's changed in the sense of we're more aware of the relationship piece and how important that is. And... Um, the things like, you know, our consistency with the letter writing and sending pictures um, is so important. And even um, our prayer life um, to support um, our sponsored kids through prayer and uh, specifically knowing their needs um, and just being able to uh, pray for them specifically about things. Um, that has changed um, as well. And it's, um, yeah, it's a relationship that we're looking to um, invest in and we're looking um, for ways to develop and um, yeah. It's amazing when when the the sharing of your life through the letter writing 
starts to give you some practical awareness of what's going on in their world and what you can pray for, that then when you engage in that, uh, you know, as parents and, and even with your kids, uh, you really start to see, even from a distance, that that relationship blossom, don't you? Yeah, and maybe even just to pick up on the pictures that go with the uh, with the letters. One of the things that um, we witnessed when we were down in Ecuador was how they treat our pictures. They include them in their f family photo album, <laughs> and they really see us as an extension of their family. And and for us, I think that um, is also where we've seen our two sponsored kids as an extension of our own family. And it's all about that relationship and growing the relationship is truly amazing. Yeah. Now for you guys, you tried to take this to the next level. So instead of just financial, you got on board with cultivating this relationship. You're writing letters, you're learning about them. You're praying for them. God's searing your hearts, developing this relationship. Then you went and visited them this summer. You guys went to Ecuador and uh, got to visit them. What was that experience like in a couple of minutes? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's honestly hard to put into words. I, I I would use a couple of words such as like impactful, uh, life changing. Uh, you you take such an appreciate or you get such an appreciation for how they view sponsorship and how um, just grateful they are for their sponsor and for the opportunity to meet. And it's one of those things where I would say you come to the realization that as much as you maybe think about sponsorship on the financial side to say, well, they need support, um, we need them as well from that relational side and the understanding of just getting a true appreciation for how it can lift a kid out of poverty and how it can significantly change their life. They view... Uh, the letters, the pictures, you know, obviously the visit as well, but just as a sense of hope and they see value in themselves as an individual out of that. They, they feel different and we, we uh, uh, engage in some of the discussion with <clears throat> the uh, project around, you know, the sponsored kids feeling special as a result of sponsorship versus uh, not being sponsored. It's just, it's incredible. Yeah, us. and you're doing a good job explaining something that I didn't understand fully either. Uh, Becky and I visited many times our sponsor family in Guatemala and, and you know, the, the, the financial investment that accesses them to the student center and to the ministry of the local church there that provides, you know, support and development for them is one thing. The, the, the relational dynamic of them being sponsored, it changes them, oh, doesn't yeah. it? Mm -hmm. the, the, the love they feel, the specialness, the hope, the confidence, the encouragement, you know, for them to know that there are people, you know, halfway across the world that are praying for them. I mean, it, it, it really, and it, once you've seen it and kind of felt it in that sense, it, it really makes a difference in their lives, doesn't it? Yeah, and I would describe it in a, in a way of saying if you take two 11-year-old um, year bo boys, our son's 11, our sponsored boy's 11, we were there literally for probably a couple of hours, and they were like the best of buds. Walk in, you know, shoulder to shoulder, yeah. playing soccer, just loving life together. And uh, to witness that, it's just huge. And, and, and here's the thing, isn't it? It's not just about the impact on them. 
Oh, no. That, that's oh, no. the point of all of this, right. that yeah. as this relationship sparks, I mean, we say around here a lot that friendship makes the difference. Talk about the difference that sponsorship has made in you guys and in your kids and in your family dynamic. Yeah, I think it, it, it changes you in so many different ways. It changes you from a, um, a purposeful thought process around how you use the resources that God has invested in you, and you think differently about your overall resources. Can we do things different to sponsor more kids? Can we do things differently to uh, provide a family gift and um, to make a difference even more than just the sponsorship? Uh, it changes the dynamic uh, from a prayer life standpoint in remembering them in prayer uh, obviously, having the opportunity to be there gives you a better insight into where their needs specifically lie, so you can pray more intentionally that way about it. Uh, relationally for our kids, uh, it makes a huge difference for them just thinking about it. Uh, you know, an example would be they have a flyer route. They regularly uh, deliver flyers once a week. Once a month, they get uh, uh, paid for delivering those flyers. And maybe before uh, going, uh, thought process was, oh, you know what, 50-50, I'll take 50, and I'll give 50 to, uh, you know, Anthony or Ani. And when we came back, I remember, um, you know, asking them, and it was, I don't need anything, give it all. Um, mm -hmm. And and just the, a time out on that, because I know in previous conversation I've heard you say this, Liz, like, this is kind of the best attack on entitlement <laughs> that that you could give your kids. You know, our kids, our kids are saying they're growing up in a, in a world where they, you know they just have so much opportunity and, in that sense, affluence. And uh, I, I think just the relationship it 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 helps right size some of that, doesn't it? It totally does. It totally does, and it makes um, it makes them appreciate more what they have and the. Um, you know, privilege that they've been given, uh, and and I think we don't. I think we've only scratched the surface on how it's impacted them. I, yeah. I, I really do. I think that you know um, we'll see over the years how that the impact of one visit uh, can have life changing impacts. I mean, we have a strong desire to go back, having been there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's truly incredible yeah and i certainly don't want to set the expectation that if you don't go and actually visit your no. your sponsor kid or your sponsor family that somehow you're not living up the vision of what sponsorship is and what it can do not only for them but for for you in changing and growing you so just understanding that um you know what would you guys say to everyone else across our locations you know when it comes to encouraging the rest of us to take that step of of child sponsorship and developing that that relationship that changes both them and, and you? What's one thing that you want to encourage us with? Well, I, I think the first thing I would say is uh, you'll never regret it. And the impact that you can make on a kid's life through a small financial contribution on a monthly basis is um, huge. We've had the privilege to see it firsthand. Um, but the importance of uh, sponsorship goes well beyond the financial contribution and that relationship and that direct connection to you're changing somebody else's life and you'll have the opportunity to see that child grow from whatever the age, age they are from when you sponsor them through many many years and know that um, 
there's another human being behind that financial contribution that is impacted beyond what you could even begin to imagine. And why shouldn't we, given how blessed we are here? It just seems to me like something that makes sense for everybody to do, to be a part of, and, and it's so, so impactful uh, to the end recipient of them. Hmm. You want to add anything, Liz? Yeah, yeah and I also want to say that um, it changes us, hmm. and it gives us a different perspective, and it changes how we view things, and um, it makes us realize how incredibly blessed we are and the calling that's on our lives to um, help others in need. And um, often I think we go into uh, things like sponsorship as, well, we're going to help someone else. Yes, it does help someone else greatly. But I think how it changes us is also, um, yeah, is very real. Yeah, and frankly, I mean, that's, that's the whole point behind this. You know, we, we believe that we can make a great difference through what God is doing through the CSPs, through the child survival programs. And we believe that God can actually grow us into living like missionaries, even right here in Niagara, whether we ever get on an airplane or not, through the vehicle of child sponsorship, that through relationship changes people, but also changes us. That's the vision behind this and, and what we're celebrating this morning. And as a takeaway to this side of what we're, sponsor, uh, of what we're celebrating, I just want to encourage all of you who, who either you know, haven't considered sponsoring or are sponsoring and maybe have the capacity to sponsor uh, even more to consider doing that today. Across all of our locations today, we actually have 77 opportunities to, to sponsor people who are directly from our church's CSPs. They've grown through our church's CSPs. And uh, Rachel had this in our earlier conversation. Here's the shot of Grace. Uh, I'm sure not all 77 of us will be able to sponsor Grace, but one of you will be able to run out the back at one of our locations and, and sponsor Grace, which would be pretty cool. But, you know, in thinking about those stories of kids that grow out of our church's CSPs and become sponsorable children that we can partner together with and not only continue to change their life, but allow them to change our lives so that we can make the maximum difference that we can together and become the most number of missionaries that we can together. Gang, that's the cool thing that God's doing among us, and that's what we're celebrating today. And we hope that in joining us today, that that's what you're celebrating as well. Thanks so much.